Welcome to another episode of the Battle Science Podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about Pokemon Go as it relates to PvP, both in GBL and SA. It's not a good acronym for Self Arena. For GBL and Self Arena. I am one of your hosts, Steven, a.k.a. A Boy in the Woods, joined as always by Jesse, a.k.a. Rocket Admin J. 30 Snorlaxes, 2 XLs. Mm. Numbers. The numbers, Mason, what do they mean? <laughs> They're bad. They're real bad. <laughs> Welcome to another Tuesday and or Wednesday and or Friday and or whatever day of the week you're listening to this podcast. I just listed Tuesdays if you're listening on twi- uh, Twitter or on uh, Twitter on Twitch, twitch.tv slash battle science. Uh, Wednesdays, if you are listening on for, uh, as a Patreon, um, Patreon subscriber, um, patreon.com slash battle science. Ooh, that is what I was forgetting. Um, Friday, if you are listening from the podcast release uh, on all platforms or any other day if you're listening after the initial day of release. So, you know, uh, cover my bases here. Uh, Jesse, how are you doing on this wonderful April 6th afternoon evening? I'm on vacation from work this week. I am getting a bunch of big boy things done, spending a lot more money than I'm comfortable with. And potentially putting myself in financial debt. Yay! Oh, you're getting a mattress, dude. <laughs> it's not just a mattress. It's a box spring, too. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, hey, man, treat yourself. <clears throat> Alrighty, we've got uh, Patreon producers to shout out for the month of... April, let me look through this. Uh, April 30th, we have Undutwa. Cool, we have three Patreon producers for the month of April. This is no April Fools. We have Winston the Champ. Uh, do, do you want me to just say Jamar? Do you want to just say Jamar? Uh, X3DX. Jamar, uh, uh, was it one five nine? Is that right? Am I getting that wrong? Am I getting that right? I think I'm getting that right. Uh, he was right there on chat. I know, but like, so he's got the clan name, the three D clan name in his Discord name. He says, "Yeah." Okay. So the X three D of of clan three D, or is it X three D X? Is that the cl- what's the clan name? I, I I'll I'll introduce it properly next time. I swear to God, uh, Jmar one five nine, and the final Patreon producer for April is Dolphin ninety three. I will double check in with Dolphin to make sure I'm a couple days behind. That Dolphin is if Dolphin is in the Discord, that he will get the he or she. Actually, let me correct myself. He she they. Um, I will double check with Dolphin to make sure that they have the right Patreon or patron bonus for the Discord if they are in the Discord and make sure I am reading the name right in the future. So, um, because we've got some shows coming up in April. I apologize for potentially butchering it. (laughs) Jamar doesn't even know what the clan name is. (laughs) You've got some pretty impressive people in that clan. So, if there were actually clans in Pokemon Go, 
Like, or clan last support, I remember I say. clans was either World of Warcraft or Halo. There's clans in Destiny, which is cool, but, like, you gotta get... Either you find a big clan, or you find other people that consistently play mm. to, like, actually have benefits from the clan. It might be interesting to have some sort of clan sub-team thing in Pokemon Go, but I don't know if they would actually ever do that. Um, <clears throat> the... I remember initially before Pokemon Go was released, I was in college and I was just like hanging out outside one of my classes and they had announced the teams. They had announced that they were going to do teams in Pokemon Go, but they hadn't announced they were going to be preset teams. So I was like outsider looking in, hearing the hearing a couple of um, classmates basically saying, oh yeah, let's team up together or whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, no one ever bothers talking to me. So, you know, I'll just hang out here and do whatever yeah i mean basically that was it so as disappointing as it is it's you know drugs mystic valor and instinct are the clans yes i see the slash s for sarcasm yeah teams didn't even have the birds the teams didn't even have the birds no everyone theorized that's what they would represent us huh and, well, I remember one of the big thoughts or rumors slash speculations was, depending on the team you chose, that's the only legendary you would get. Oh, yeah, I do remember hearing those rumors. Somewhat inaccurate, I would say. <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in a game about, like, collecting and stuff, you know, so it seems like a weird, seems like a weird way to go. Is that my email for my... No, it's not my email about my... COVID vaccine appointment, please. We've got a show for people Ooh today. Boy. Uh, we've got some April events. We've got April events. We've got a move update. A little teeny wee little move update. A little move update. Uh, we've got some more Prism Cup or Prismatic Cup. I'm going to keep butchering it. Prismatic, Prism, Color, <laughs> Colors. Kaleidoscope. 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 <laughs> Uh, prismatic cup talks um the switch timer adjustment that came and went in between podcast episodes which you know doesn't surprise me (laughs) it happens (laughs) it's natural for us and then the community question and signing off for the episode so Let's get into April's events. It is April 6th. You're a couple couple days behind, but again, bi-weekly show it. It happens. To no one's surprise, we're looking here at PokemonGoLive.com slash post slash APR dash 2021 dash events slash question mark HL equals EN. That's going to be, I think, hyperlink equals English, probably. To no one's surprise, this month, Giovanni has Shadow Zapdos as his uh, shadow legendary so if you go through the very brief or you probably already have gone through at this point the very brief steps to get a giovanni what is it super rocket radar is that what they yeah. call it in game the super rocket radar and have battled giovanni you get a shadow zapdos <clears throat> um i believe you know i'm gonna go out on a limb here just you know a quick guess that may is probably Probably going to be Entei. You mean Moltres? No, I think it's going to be Entei. It's if it's if it's Articuno and then Zapdos. the The most common, the most yet yeah, the most common pick <laughs> is Lugia. It's going to be Lugia. 
It's it's you know, don't even worry about it. Maybe even Mewtwo. You might even get Mewtwo. No, it's it's <laughs> it's it's gonna be Moltres. It wouldn't make sense. Oh, I get it. April, April Fools. Uh, ah, uh, that wasn't. A, I was just pulling. Uh, what's the? It's not pull pull my finger. It's my leg. Pulling legs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, SpongeBob. Yes. Oh, let's see. The one thing to not April actually research for... breakthrough. Huh? April research oh, yes. breakthrough. Go get yourself a Squidward. <laughs> the what is it called? Remind me what the name is. Frillish. Frillish. Yes. Water ghost. The male Frillish, which was before in as a PvP reward only, is now available for the April research breakthrough. I believe female Frillish is spawning in the wild for everyone, I think. Yep. So I've seen a handful of those. I've seen other people see a handful of those as well. So those are out there. I don't believe, Jesse, correct me if I'm wrong, there's no stats difference or move set difference between the two of them. Nope. So it's just an aesthetic. It makes me wonder why they're splitting it between the two of them. But, you know. (laughs) Well... We got more talk about interesting stuff on uh, the rarity of some species. Oh yeah, later. <laughs> we've got a uh, a secret, super secret topic that uh, we'll Bonus cover. Nugget of information. Yes, a little nugget we'll put in. We'll put in somewhere. I don't know where. Maybe maybe at the end of the news. Oh shoot! You know what I didn't do? What's that? We're in the news roundup. Giddy up now! This is the news roundup. The sweet dulcet tones of Krista dudes reading of our bumper. <clears throat> we are within the news roundup. I do apologize. I forgot to hit the button. We hopped right in. The actually the one thing I want to go back to the previous topic of the Shadow Jap- Zapdos from Giovanni. If you can <laughs> go out and about, the one benefit of having the Super Rocket radar is the decoy grunts. I believe still have. Shadow Bellsprout. Bellsprout. So if you want to find one third of the grass hole team in Shadow Victory <laughs> Bell, you can still basically you can use the super rocket radar and search out the you can search out the the uh decoy grunts to get Shadow Bellsprout. You can farm those because he doesn't use your radar. Exactly. So that's what I'm I'm keeping mine until I have the Super Rocket radar. I'm going to wait until later on this this month to... And just farm out the Sprouts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so, fingers crossed. Because I still don't have a fantastic one, so that's the and one And the nice thing about of. that is literally all the stats are random. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one benefit with the Shadows. So if you're looking for that Shadow Razor Leafer. Yeah. Uh, breakthrough encounters feature Pokemon and five star raids and mega raids. Therian for me, Thor Thornatus. I put a H that doesn't belong. There's no H there. Tornadus. I do if like you're talking th- like Mike Tyson. It's Thornatus. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other one? Thunderous. Th- th- well, Thunderous doesn't change a whole lot unless you put like an H after the D. What about the ground one? That's the slanderous. <laughs> Christ. 
<laughs> oh, we should make fun of Mike Tyson. He could. <laughs> uh, I play Pokemon Go too, guys. It's not funny. He could. He could put us in a shallow grave pretty yes. quickly. <laughs> um, <clears throat> he's been retired from. No, wait. Isn't he? Is he coming back to fighting? I don't know. Uh, one way or another, whether he's active in MMA or boxing, whatever he's into, he could still probably kick our kick our cheeks in. So, uh, Theory and Form E. Landris will make its Pokemon Go debut in Five Star Raids on Tuesday, April 13th. And will depart Tuesday, April 27th. Uh, quick note here. Mm-hmm. The that and the next one here. These are probably the two that I will be raiding the most. Again, if you'd like to join us for raids, our Discord lobby hosts raids, and you can also invite others from the lobby to join us. Mm. Feel free to join the Discord. There's my plugin. Go for it. The actually, I I skipped one. Therian for me. Tornadus will make its Pokemon Go debut from Tuesday, March thirtieth to Tuesday, April thirteenth. Therian form Landorus will make its debut from the 13th to the 27th. And then Incarnate Form Tornadus, Incarnate, incarnate Form for me. Sorry, I'm not adding the um, accent. Uh, incarnate Form E. So all Incarnate Forms, Formies, will be, Formies? Formies? What is it when it's plural? Will be appearing in five-star raids starting from April 27th through... They don't give an end date yet. They don't say. Hmm, that's helpful. Uh, a week, probably. Yeah. Mega Houndoom, Mega Manetric, and Mega Abomasnow will appear in Mega Raids until Sunday, April 4th. Uh, on April 4th, midday. Easter. Oh, this has already happened. Duh. Yep. <clears throat> so currently, a surprise Mega Evolved Pokemon will be appearing in Mega Raids. It will continue to appear in Mega Raids for the rest of the month. Stay tuned for more details. Mega Gengar and Mega Manetric will appear in Mega Raids alongside. It's Mega... I want to say Bonnelby, but that's right. Lopunny. <laughs> so, uh, fun fact about the Mega Lopunny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trainer Tips mentioned this in this video recently. It's not one a lot of people are interested in. And for good reason, it's not the best at being a Pokemon competitively. Mm-hmm. But one interesting fact he did point out in his video that I do want to share is for myself or other community leaders, this is a good Pokemon to get at least have on your team the Mega Energy for. Because until we get Mega Lucario, we won't have a Pokemon that boosts fighting type moves in raids for Mega Energy. Hmm. And if you're doing something that requires a fighting type Pokemon, like let's say Dialga comes back or something, mm-hmm. Mega Lopunny would boost all of those fighting type moves. Okay. In raids, which makes it easier to do them and faster. Mm-hmm. It's going to provide so, a bonus for a while. Yeah. <clears throat> Until we get Mega Lucario, which then becomes a little bit more relevant. But. If you want, you know, I'm not saying you have to go and do Megalopunnies, but for your community, if there are people that want to collect it or they're looking for the shiny, it's a good excuse to get extra energy on it. And obviously, in the future, it'll probably put into the uh, research rewards as far as XL or for Mega Energy Candy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, get a few while you can while it's here. If you're one of those people that likes to help the group out. I know particularly when we do raid nights, 
big shout out to Fish Geek and a few others in our lobby that will spend the mega energy and bring in things like Mega Bomba Snow we had for the Genies. Uh, JR Honda joined us for a couple of raids during uh-huh. the, uh, uh, which one was it? I forget which raid it was, but he brought Mega Houndoom, which was very helpful. Oh, okay. So big shout out to those that are bringing the Mega Evolve Pokemon to raids to help boost us. Let's see. Every Wednesday in April will feature a raid hour event from 6 to 7 p.m. Raid hours will feature Pokemon appearing in 5-star raids that week. As a reminder, you'll gain extra XP for completing 5-star raids throughout the season of Legends. Stay tuned for the May events blog for more details on excellent Pokemon that will be featured in raids after April concludes. We'll probably see that towards the very end of April, if not the very I'd beginning of I'd say the third May. week. Let's see. April Community Day featuring Snivy. We talked about that in the previous episode. Do not forget And your Snivy. thoughts on that? <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Let's see what else do we got here. Upcoming new events. Stay tuned for details about these upcoming events. We've already done the Team Go Rocket timed research. Or that's already live. No, that's already completed. That was... No, hold on. April 1st, Thursday, April 8th. So we're currently in the spring to spring. Right, but the Team Go Rocket timed research was only for a week. I would have thought Correct. it would last an entire the entire month. The Super Rocket radar doesn't go away, but and the research itself isn't super difficult, but I would have imagined it would have stayed for the entire month rather than going away. It seems bizarre. It's a bizarre choice. Spring into spring, Sunday, April 4th to Thursday, April 8th. Look forward to spring theme events. Look out for Chansey Blissey Happiny wearing flower crowns as well as other spring and egg themed surprises. It is the Easter event. Rivals Week from Tuesday, April 13th to Sunday, April 18th. Pokemon that are rivals will be featured, including some Pokemon making their Pokemon Go debut. We will be talking about that here shortly. Sustainability Week from Tuesday, April 20th to Sunday, April 25th. You can look forward to a sustainability themed event. Pokemon like Grimer, Trubbish, and more will be featuring will be appearing more often in the wild, and it's up to all of us to catch them. And Saturday, April 24th, celebrate friendship with a brand new event. April will end with a snappy event that will continue into May, so keep a lookout for more details later in April. What is the launch day of Pokemon Snap? It's the last week of the month. Okay, so that's a that's a Pokemon Snap. I'm surprised they didn't capitalize the S here for snappy event. Or put it in quotes or something. (laughs) Weekly free bundles are still going on. Every Monday in April, a free one-time bundle containing a remote raid pass and other items will be available in the shop. Go grab those. They usually have, I think, remote raid passes. So if you're using the remote raid passes, grab them. I am not using the remote raid passes, and so I can't grab it. We got a nice little calendar here for people that are watching the video versions. This one is by, I believe, Couple of Gaming. April 2021 events. Some details here. Snivy Community Day. Weekly free bundle. Mega Raids. They have put a question mark, but it's in the Mega Raids. But it is... I keep forgetting. Lop Bunny. Bunny Bunnery. 
Lopunny, Bunnelby, Diggersby. Diggersby. Is there another bunny Pokemon? I feel like there's another Big bunny Chungus. <laughs> wow. I mean, there are a few rabbit Pokemon. Mm-hmm. You also have. Uh... Is Meryl... Meryl a rabbit, though? Meryl, technically, maybe. Azumarill is for sure. Uh, you also have the new ones, Score Bunny and all of them. Oh, yes. Good heavens, we need to stop naming Pokemon after bunnies. All right. Rivals Week. We've got a little bit of details here for the upcoming Rivals Week. Pokemon to go dot Pokemon Go Live.com slash post slash rivals dash week dash twenty twenty one forward slash question mark HL equals EN. Trainers, some legendaries some legends arise from the power of friendship while others arise from fierce rivalries. The season of legends continue with Rivals Week and events celebrating rivalries between Pokemon, Skrelp and Clauncher will be making their Pokemon Go debuts. Plus, Therian for me, Landorus will be appearing in five-star raids for the first time. Date and time, Tuesday, April 13th, 2021 at 10 a.m. to Sunday, April 18th, 2021 at 8 p.m. local time. Features. Skrelp and Clauncher will be making their Pokemon Go debuts. They'll be appearing in the wild, in raids, and in encounters after you complete field research tasks. Therian for me, Landorus is also making its Pokemon Go debut. Encountered the Abundance Pokemon in five star raids. Really? That's its name. It's. Huh. It is the Abundance Pokemon. Interesting. Enjoy the Rivals Week challenge in the Global Challenge Arena. All trainers around the world can work together to win raid battles and unlock a times two catch Stardust bonus for the duration of the event. Really? Oh, that's dope. That's. So it's like a challenge similar to Go previous Go Fests, correct? That sounds right. Win raid battles and unlock a times two catch Stardust bonus for the duration of the event. The event itself is what? Not even a full week. Yeah, they really want us to do raids. You're right. Yeah, Nick. they really <laughs> want us to do raids. Pokemon known for their rivalries will be appearing more often in the wild, such as Hitmonchan, Hitmonlee, Makuhita, Metatite, Zangoose, Seviper, and more. The following Pokemon will be hatching from 5k eggs throughout the event. Machop, Tyrogue, Elekid, Magby, Makuhita, Metatite, Zangoose, and Seviper. Rivalries will continue in raids as well. Pokemon like Nido Queen, Nido King, Zangoose, Seviper, and more will be appearing in raids. Enjoy event-exclusive field research tasks. That will lead to encounters with rival Pokemon, such as Skrelp and Cluncher as well. Sources tell us that Team Go Rocket will be taking over Pokestops more often. Their balloons will also be appearing more frequently. On that note, I have the move pools for both the evolutions of the new Pokemon, Clawitzer, which is uh, Cluncher's evolution. Yes. And uh, I'm going to say it wrong, Dragalge, which is the Dragalge? other ones. The other one's evolution. So the dra- dragalge. I think it's fast moves. It's dragalge. Uh, it's like algae. I think. Ah, dragalge. Dragon algae. Yeah. Dragalge. Uh, it's a dragon poison type. It reaches a max CP of twenty six ninety four. Its fast moves are dragon tail and dragon tail acid and water gun. Its fast moves are outrage gunk shot. And Hydro Pump. Kind of gross. Uh, its attack stat is 177. 
Defense is 207, and stamina will be 163. Kind of disappointing for a potentially good, really good typing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Klawitzer, though, max CP 3124. No. <laughs> Much bigger. It's a pure water type. Uh, tw- attack is 221. Defense is 171. Stamina is 174. This one's move pool looks a little bit more appealing. It's got Water Gun, Smackdown for its fast moves. And then Crab Hammer, Ice Beam, and Dark Pulse, and Water Pulse. Hmm. New Kingler! Basically. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. Huge in the attack stat. Yeah. Unfortunately, read its moveset again. For uh, Claw, sir? Yeah. Water Gunner, Smackdown. Okay. Crab Hammer, mm-hmm. Ice Beam, Dark Pulse, or Water Pulse? Moveset-wise, I don't think it becomes a new... I mean, most people already have Water uh, Raiders, like a raid mm-hmm. team built up with Water, but this is actually this actually seems fairly solid, but its moveset is not ideal for it. Beyond yeah. raiding with an attack stat that high... It's going to be niche. You'll see some videos of people trying it out. I yeah. honestly don't think it... I don't think the either of these two will really perform. We might see no. Dragalgy show up. I really wish perform. it didn't have just Acid. Is it, it or they reworked Acid. Because so it literally a only has dragon acid? type that isn't afraid of fairy is not very common. Yeah, so it, it literally only has Acid for its fast move? Acid, Dragon Tail, or Water Gun. Acid it is then. <laughs> yeah. I, what is it? Water Kingdra? <laughs> or Poison Kingdra? Poison Kingdra, basically. Yeah. But with a max cap of 2694, that could be an interesting ultra Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Smackdown coverage on Clotzer. could be interested, yeah. Yeah. Uh because it's is it just a straight water? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whereas Dragalgy is dragon poison. Hmm. Which steel completely walls that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. I mean, I think the main your steel, let's see cuz bug's not weak to poison. I think the matchup kind of depends with what am I thinking? Fortress. Mm-hmm. I think the the matchup there kind of depends. I think Fortress is primarily gonna win with I think Mirror Shot because I think that moveset on Dragalgy is just bad. Yeah, and it doesn't have much it can do. Even the even Water Gun build wouldn't do much. Yeah, and I think most other steals are just just gonna outpace it. They're gonna yeah, they're gonna bulk it. <laughs> yeah, there's just there's just no other. I'm like. Yeah, you might see some play against Fortress as far as a steel type, but every other steel type is gonna still stun fisk will just still G Fisk will just still beat it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I think uh, Fortress is grass secondary typing adds a little bit of curiosity to it, but Fortress I, I don't is think bug and steel. You're thinking Ferrothorn. I'm thinking Ferrothorn, I do apologize. Yep. Uh yeah. Uh 
that's unfortunate, but you know, we might see some reworks or maybe some move pool changes. No, nah, we that's might. That's just what they found so far by mining. We we might. They, I mean, they might change the move pool up once they're actually released. I think they've done that yeah. in the past. We've seen that. Past, We've so. seen that before. The speaking of <laughs> Skrelp CD, is it a two tier or three tier evolution? Both of them are a single evolution. I mean, we could see a community day for either of them, but more likely to see that we more Who likely. Was it? To I think it was Jmar in our chat basically said, "Oh, look, new tentacle." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we might see a CD for them. I think it would be more likely that we get a move balance that would affect them, or they yeah. just get new moves. So, uh, dragon poison is an interesting type combo. We don't see it until Sword and Shield. We get Gen the. Eight. Well, no, we see it in the Ultra Beast in Sun and Moon. Oh, right. I don't have a whole lot of experience Boy with the Ultra Ultra Beasts, so yeah. Still, that's going to be interesting to see how they do those. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's something I don't think we've really talked about. Because those are Alola. Right, they're like mythicals almost, right? Yeah. Can you encounter multiple of them? I don't recall. I don't think so. Hmm. Weird. Yeah, I imagine those are going to be similar to... Nope, we are not thinking about it. <laughs> Wait, what are we thinking about? What are we not oh, thinking I about? Oh, I accidentally went to the next tab. I'm not looking at that yet. I'm excited to talk about the next one. Oh, wait. Our next uh, content. Oh. You, you want to move on to the next topic then? Is that considered a transition into the PvP? Uh oh yeah, you don't want to take me. Uh, give me a second. Uh, I gotta hit buttons. Welcome to the meta analysis. It's meta analysis time. It's meta analysis time. We're going into the meta analysis. We are talking about the mid season of season seven move rework. Quote unquote move rework. I, what do we call this? Just an update? Patch move notes? Update. Patch notes. I like patch, <laughs> patch notes. notes. For, let's see, this will go live on Monday, April 12th at patch 1 notes p.m. Pulls the giant piece of tape to sound like a band aid or something. PDT. <laughs> <laughs> so this came out last week, mm -hmm. a little over a week ago. We have two updates, which is a drastic change from last season's updates, which was, I think there were like seven or eight updates, but they were minor tweaks all over the place. The update yep. previous was, no, actually we got little tweaks to moves and then we got, I think the addition of a move or two, because I believe incinerate was added last season as well. Mm. Incinerate and something else, which I don't think is relevant anymore. And... The move update previous, I think, added a couple of community day moves. No, that would have been, I think, last update. I'd have to go back and look to see what uh, season six updated. Season seven updates that are upcoming. A powerful grass type charge attack. Leaf Storm will decrease your Pokemon attack stat after use. Sunflora, Celebi, Ludicolo, Roserade, and Livani will be able to learn Leaf Storm. The following attack will be available to Pokemon that couldn't learn them before. Payback will be 
able to be learned by Persian, Alolan Persian, Cacnea, Cacturn, Absol, Bronzor, Bronzong, and Lyperd will all be able to learn this powerful dark type charge attack. That's it. That's those are the updates. So, Jesse, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you my the big winners here. You still with me? Yep. Okay. Big winners here for Leaf Storm. You're looking at Levani. That's about it. Ludicolo gets a little bit of extra play. It's fairly niche. You can use it to some effect. Um, Leaf Storm might add some additional play to Ludicolo, but I don't think it improv- it improves it a whole lot. Roserade in the same boat. I don't think Leaf Storm will really give it a whole lot more play. Levani is probably the only thing that's going to perform maybe differently than what it was before. It's going to have another piece of kit that will potentially change it up. We don't see a whole lot of Levani usage. I think its stats are all right, and its moveset is pretty darn good. So this is, if if ever there was a quote-unquote winner with Leaf Storm, I would say it's Levani. And I think the uh, the consensus is here is consensus is consensus Consensi. is that Leaf Storm is a wild charge clone, more or less. Yeah, I think that's that's the overall thought, which is good, I guess. I mean, in general, the the big benefit with wild charge is a lot of the electric type Pokemon that would use it can get to it really fast with a very fast energy gain fast move energy yeah good energy kits uh, uh, yeah high energy gain fast moves whereas grass type primarily have so seed vine whip (laughs) vine whip and then uh, bullet seed as well yeah but i don't think if i remember correctly bullet seed doesn't have the same energy gain as some of the electric type moves and someone would have to correct correct me with the the primary numbers um, the exact numbers there so it, we'll have to see it in play i don't think it's on enough relevant pokemon to really change the way that the meta is pointing bullet seed is a snarl clone what's snarls energy gain versus something like volt switch i can or... tell you give me a second okay i mean this so i this doesn't apply to a lot of big performers but i think that actually might be the point leaf storm they don't want to add it to something that already performs well or add it to something that already has a, a chunk of relevance so and really Snarl change yep. is a 13 energy gain volt switch is a 16 and what's the durations uh is it roughly the same you get one extra snarl out of five over volt switch It's a five to four ratio. Okay. So in the long run, I think Snarl still gets some more energy out. So Bullet Seed yeah. is a solid, solid performer. And let's see. Does Celebi have Bullet Seed? I don't think it does. I'm pretty yeah, sure that Roserade. Yeah, recent ones that got it. Celebi got Bullet Seed? Mm-hmm. Okay, Roserade, yeah, Roserade got Bullet Seed. Roserade with Bullet Seed, Weather Ball Fire, and Leaf Storm is going to be amazing. I... 
maybe, but it's also attack weighted and is a very low level within Great League. For Ultra League, Roserade might actually perform fairly well. Bullet Seed is a 4.33 energy per turn versus Volt Switch being a 4. So I'm incorrect. I'm incorrect. Bullet Seed has a, a higher energy gain than, than Volt Switch. So it just feels like Volt Switch does so much better. It, yeah, it feels like Volt Switch does a lot better. And I think that's just the amount of attack animations. I use that because I was recently using the uh, Raichu. I was running Brick Break or Volt Switch, Brick Break, Wild Charge on Raichu. Um, and that's sort of like the stuck in my head as far as how fast getting to moves. It's pretty darn mm-hmm. quick. So that's if theoretically, if Leaf Storm is a clone of Wild Charge, then it's too bad the switch timer is back to a minute <laughs> do we want to transition to that or the topic about leave Annie? um let's finish with payback because there is okay. a huge winner with payback and it's not the most relevant full switch feels better because it is a better damage output than bullet seed yes yeah that's probably true that 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 i imagine is where what i'm my feeble gray matter is thinking pokemon that weren't able to learn payback that are now able to learn payback persian alolan persian you don't see him get get out of here cacne and cacturn it's gonna help cacturn but it's uber attack weighted and glassy and get that out of here absol attack weighted who's using an absol and gb and uh i mean this might make me want to don't do it jesse just don't do it just just don't Absol doesn't exist. Just forget about it. It's the persona Absol. You never saw it coming. Lyperd <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> has a very interesting kit. Adding payback makes it all the more interesting. I think Lyperd is one that's got charm, snarl as fast move options, and then has I think Dazzling Gleam and Dark Pulse or something else. That sounds right. It's got it's got some it's got a wacky move set. And I'm it's I'm a little disappointed. It's like doesn't perform as like it doesn't sim as well as I would hope. I think I have like the rank a rank four or something that I would love to use. This might be the this might be the excuse to do it. But the biggest winner here It's not Bronzong, it's Bronzor. It's Bronzor in Little Cup, so CP 500 and so less. Gross. Yeah, so it's it's Bronzor in Little Cup learning payback. It Now, rather than the mirror match being absolutely disgusting to play out and just wait, just watch it, payback adds a whoever can get an unshielded payback in wins that mirror match, and Bronzor's overall coverage just skyrockets for Little Cup. So... I hate that like Bronzong, like Little Cup XL Bronzor. Yeah, now that now that <laughs> level fifty Bronzor, level fifty is around. Um, yeah, Bronzor is the clear winner here for payback. Uh, Bronzong it allows for additional coverage. In the same instance, it's gonna uh, help out whoever gets that unshielded payback in. In the mirror matchup, is gonna have a great advantage. I don't know if it one hit kills. I'd have to look at the sim to see how much damage payback does um to another bronzong but uh yeah from what so from what i've looked at and what i've seen online the 
Little Cup Bronzor is the clear winner in this, which is really unfortunate because they this, don't bring it back. They don't. If we're looking at move updates once every three months at the in-between of each season, like we don't see a whole lot of move updates. And there's a lot, a lot of things that need adjustment. Acid's bad. Poison types are just not good, period. Steel types are pretty solid, but their moves are are just bad. We need Will-O-Wisp. Like, there's a lot, a lot of things that could use tweaking here and there, and it might just be slow rollout to see where what tweaks are but these updates are few and far between and it's it's gonna feel a little rough so unless unless the pokemon that are released in between these move updates are relevant you're not seeing a whole lot of meta shake up so yeah okay do you want to do bonus bonus topic yeah we're talking about levani its base form is Sawaddle, and it's adorable. Actually, let me... Can I open up this GIF? Open original? This is actually not... This is Swaddaloon, I believe. This is the second form, so not Sawaddle and not Levani, but a little GIF. A little angry GIF. So, Levani is an interesting Pokemon. Levani's shown up was featured in an event oh how long ago let me I want see. to say it was early December see waddle I need to spell it right s e w a d d l e let's see I caught the one that I have in August yep August of 2020 well that was a while ago feels like a while ago it was a while ago. August of 2020, it came out. It was featured in an event. I have no idea what event it was. It was... Goodness gracious. Some sort of... Was it a bug event? Was it like bug out or something? Potentially? I, I don't know. It's I, been too long. I, yeah, I... I'd have to go back through PokemonGoLive.com. Um, <laughs> I say it enough times that we might as well also be sponsored. PokemonGoLive.com for all of your Pokemon Go news and updates. Uh, so Swaddle, released in August of 2020, was around for, I think, a week, maybe a week and a half. People caught a bunch of them. And then they disappeared. Like, gone. And shoot, Eric, I just remembered about the art piece that I was going to do for this. Um, I will maybe draw that up tonight. The so Swaddle just basically disappeared off the face of the earth. I've only seen and caught once one. I think Jamar had seen and caught twenty something, is what he showed. Is it? Uh, yes. Let's see. He showed here. He has seen and caught fifteen. Dino, on the other hand, while it's been out for longer. In the case of Jamar's stats, he had seen and caught 58 compared to Swaddle. 
Now, there is a little bit of a time difference as far as when, which one released when. But Eric and I went down the rabbit hole last week and asked, why is Sawaddle so uncommon? It is eligible. Levani is eligible within Prismatic Cup. It actually does some pretty interesting things. Its moveset's pretty solid, too. Where is it? Where is Sawaddle? So Eric found a couple of resources to show, to find out sort of the, the overall spawn rates of Sawaddle. And in DC proper alone, there have been 22 spawns of Sawaddle. In half that amount of time, so around, let's see, it was mid, what did we say? Mid-February. So since mid-February, you're looking at the end of February and all of March. You're looking at 22 spawns of Dino. So in half the time, you've seen the same amount of spawns of Dino to Sawaddle. Why is Sawaddle so rare? So we did some digging. In the main series games, Dino has... I'd have to pull up the, the numbers, the core numbers again. Dino has a spawn rate of usually around, I think, 15% or so within the the main game. And then I think it bumps up to around 30% in a couple of endgame areas, depending on where you're at. That's like walking throughout the grass, having a random encounter, and encountering a Dino. You have about a 30% chance and a 60% chance of encountering something else. Or if you're looking in the, the earlier on in a 15%, you have a, what is that? Not 75. Math. Terrible math. <laughs> 85. You're looking at an 85% chance of it being another Pokemon other than Dino. Sawaddle's spawn rate early on in the game, early on in its own game, has a spawn rate of, I believe it was between... 3 and 10%. So it has a less, a, a smaller spawn rate chance in its main series game than Dino does. And Dino is the pseudo-legendary. It is the dragon type that you usually encounter later on in the game. So Dratini, uh, Dratini, D, uh, Dino, Gibble, all Pokemon that you usually encounter later on in the game because they are pseudo-legendaries. The dragon type is incredibly powerful. Thus, you encounter it later on in the game. Swaddle in the main series, and I, I don't know why, Swaddle in the main series games just has a incredibly low spawn percentage. So, theoretically, that is your, that is your correlation as to why Swaddle are so darn rare. They're out there. They are spawning. They're just going to be hard to find. Yeah. So... Maybe they'll come back in a rotation. Swaddle is a three-tier. If at some point, I imagine it'll come back in a rotation for an event or two before we get a community day. But Swaddle being a three-tier is a prime candidate for a community day in the future. So, And it's not one people think much about either. It's, it's certain, a bug. I mean, it certainly isn't. It's a bug grass. It is a much better Parasect because Parasect is bad. Parasect is <laughs> real bad it's too bad because jesse and i caught the same rank one great league parasect like a year and a Early half ago on. year and a half ago plus um and that would be a really it's a really interesting with bug grass a, a rather interesting type combo 
its moveset's not great, and its overall stat spread is not fantastic. It just doesn't stand out in any stat whatsoever. The Bug Grass, I think, plays it more as a status effector in the main series games than it does as a reasonable attacker. attacker. So it just doesn't translate well to GBL or into Pokemon Go. So Sawaddle has a, or Levani has a really good moveset and reasonable stats too. And it, but it's just so darn rare. So that's our, that's our secret topic, little nugget information of, Swaddles out there. If you see there. a swaddle, don't overlook it. <laughs> you go catch that. If you see it on the nearby, you go for it, because it'll probably be the only one you see for a while. <clears throat> okay. Do we have another? Do we have another sidestep here? To talk uh, about the ban list for Great Big Remix, or do you want to save that for the end? We'll save that for the end. Following attacks added to Pokemon Go, we've talked about those. Payback. Yes, we've talked about those. Okay. Let us dip our toes back into Prismatic Cup. We will talk briefly about the usage so far within the last less than a week, uh, less than a first the first week of April in Prismatic Cup. I am scared to report that it seems the overall usage and the team comp from some early tournaments is looking a lot like a ferocious cup where it boils down to the top eight or so Pokemon. Let's dive into some numbers here. Jesse. Yes. Do you want to start us off? So I was able to be in a practice tournament with Western Washington University. Thank you for Bowling Bacon for hosting. Uh, My team, I'm going to go ahead and pull up the list real quick here. If I can find, actually, I could just look at my tag team because I have it saved. I went with, (laughs) not to no one's surprise, three of the top ones here. I have Hypno, I have Talonflame, and I have Lantern. I have Whimsicott, I have Glyscore, and By Barrel. So the first three, no surprise. The latter three, huh? It was Whim- um, Whimsicott, Glyscore, and Be Barrel. Yeah, there you won't know. even see Bear Ball on that list, so don't look. Oh, oh no, no, there it is. There it's it me is. It's at one percent. <laughs> I am the one percent. This is, this is on all teams. This isn't even winning teams. So no, I know. Where is? Gly score. It's got to be higher up, right? There's Gly score. And then Whimsicott, I believe, is higher up at a 9%. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So in my experience, I mean, again, this practice tournament was held back when the 30-second switch timer was still active as well. Mm. So it definitely is going to make a big difference when the R Cup and others start now after the switch timer has been reverted back to a full minute. Um, for me, big players, I feel like Hypno is the safe swap for most of my teams, safe swap or the lead option. I am running a unique Hypno with the legacy move Psyshock, so I have a little bit more coverage and options for what I can do. Um, my biggest problem was my opponents usually caught the Lantern on either a Grass or something that Lantern could not do anything to. 
which kind of hindered it. And as we know, Lantern needs some momentum to get going, and then even then, its charge moves are really slow to get to. Oh, with either spark or water gun. Oh yeah. Um, I think the biggest benefit for me was the fact that Talonflame could just come in and dive bomb things, and then safely run away with the thirty second timer. Now, with that being back up to a minute, you have to be a little bit more careful with how you play with Talonflame. You're either in it for the long run, or are you building up to dive bomb with the Brave Bird? Um, by Barrel for me was kind of a fill pick. It was my last option, and I wonder. I scratched my head at why PvP Poke was recommending it to me, but honestly, it actually it was more beneficial than I thought by catching off the ghost types, the uh, Quagsires of the cup, and Snorlax, because I could definitely pace with Snorlax because of the Lick not doing anything to the barrel's normal type. Mm. I did have to watch out for Lantern, Other Grass, and uh, Fighting, though. Right, the normal water is... The barrel's got a little bit of chunk to him, but, you know, mileage may vary. Yeah, the biggest bane for my team was ice types or steel, if I couldn't catch them on Talonflame. What was your overall experience with your opponent's teams? How are you feeling? Uh, <laughs> I I spent four hours building this team on one day, and I still am not happy with what I built. I It's really going to be a hard challenge because... I feel like a lot of people are going to run some of the core stuff, but I also feel like you should be expecting literally anything in this cup. Like, as you can see here on this chart, it goes from 13% straight down to 9 and then just kind of dips. And with that much number variation, like, you can look at key glance, I see six or seven things that are all consistently at 5%. Mm-hmm. And let's see. One, two. Uh, three. Six, nine, twelve, thirteen times two. You're looking at twenty-six. Twenty-six plus Pokemon at a one percent usage, which means yeah. they're being used. Yeah, but so we're very only often six days into the cup as of this recording. So you know, take these numbers with a grain of salt because obviously the things at the top are the ones that people are using because they perform very well. They've got great coverage, and they do their job efficiently. Um, but in my experience, it really comes down to catching out your opponent and having the right answers to the right things at the right time. I mean, per PVP normality, but mm-hmm. with your teams, be careful what you choose and make sure you have answers, not only to what you see up at the top, but at the bottom too. Yeah, this is a very, Build... I, I, the, Go ahead. the top usage, <clears throat> Showing you showed the team comps for your practice tournament mm-hmm. and the overall abundance of these top hypno talon flame lantern drift blim was up there. Um, makes me very worried that it looks like a ferocious cup where I saw a lot of teams and a lot of uh early builds for team building. I did shiftry and whimsicott always seemed to be a pair. Interesting. So a double grass. Yep. Hmm. Which makes me want to run Levana even more. <laughs> yeah, that would be a solid. 
the only thing Levani would fear would be Talon flame, fires or Grok. Or the sneaky, cheeky flying types like Noctowl. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of variability here. There's a lot of options here, but the overall usage that is stacked in Hypno and Talonflame's favor makes me makes me nervous. I'm not saying that the, I don't want to come off and basically hate on Ferocious. I didn't want to play Ferocious because it was the same core and over and o- over, over and over and again over. and i believe there was a solid i think two or three of the core i just didn't have access to and yeah. so i was not interested in facing literally the same opponent the same teams over and over again yeah so where whereas a lot of people enjoyed ferocious i think because of the same teams over and over again where it was strictly speaking a luck in the lead slash skill matchup the the, R, of, the rps yeah rps and strictly skill of you're running with the same basically you're all running with the same deck of cards who can use it better yeah and i don't want to like lambast ferocious for being I get scared with the concept of the same teams over and over again because we have such a, such a large available availability of or I'm completely and totally butchering the sentence. We have so many available Pokemon that could perform uh, and in some cases they don't perform, but we have such as this large availability. We've seen metas before that showcase a ton of different Pokemon. I always, I very much dislike seeing the same teams over and over again. I think the, to that note, like the draft format is really cool because it allows, it it forces and showcases a ton of different Pokemon that normally wouldn't show up because usually you can't pick the same Pokemon as someone else. So the usage here scares me a bit, I but I think... Deservedly so, Hypno, I think, performs incredibly well. The overall stats of it perform well, and it's move versatility. It's versatility. It's versatility. Yeah. The Talonflame, I'm still... I'm still wondering if Talonflame is just performing as well as it is... If it is... is Is it performing as well as it's showing... Or is it is is the overall usage showing how well it performs, or is it it was the last community day? It's a pretty cool Pokemon, and a ton of people Everybody are using it because it's it. it's actually it's it's decent enough. Everyone has access to it, and it's the new hotness. Yeah, not to mention we also like I mentioned with the switch timer, that probably is another reason why it has so much play. Yes, I I don't want to like I don't I'm not a talent flame hater. I haven't powered one up. I haven't used one. Realistically, I should probably shut up and go use Talonflame and see how well it I, I will say this as someone that rarely uses fire types. I'm really enjoying it. Maybe I'm just bitter because Ninetales isn't as good. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, There are other fire types that I like more than Talonflame. Maybe that's it. You know? <laughs> uh, 
maybe I have to go see a psychologist about this. I gotta see shrink, explain my feelings and work through them. Does the fox beat the hawk? I think no. Because of flame charge, but yep. you know, that's a pure stat breakdown. In my mind, I would like to see Nine Tails win, but you know that probably isn't the case. The I'm running a team. I'm going to be running a team as we discussed. Actually, in, as we discussed last week in a bonus episode of the podcast, um, where we talked with uh, Eric Bien and Jamar, and did somebody else hop in, in the chat as well? Was there a nope. third person? Or was it just the nope. those two? Um, just those two. We talked about team building for this meta because team building is so bizarre in this between good performers and the color limitations per slot is it's weird. It's so weird. So go listen to that. I think it's a two-hour and change Super easy listening. Either put it on in the background while you're team building or out doing gardening or, you know, riding a bike or something. Go go put on some easy listening. Uh, listen to us talk about team building. I put together a team without Talonflame. Maybe I'll regret it. Maybe I won't. I don't know. We'll find out. But it's... I, I just... I, I think your get... biggest concern is if you get your fire type in the matchup against that, mm-hmm. it's going to have the advantage just because it has the extra coverage move. Yes. Yeah, and I think overall the this prismatic, I like the concept of prismatic. It just makes me nervous with the overall usage, the way that it's shown. Yeah. Um, and again, I, I... Change those numbers to past wins in seven days and see what that looks like. Yes. Because this is all matchups. So, match victors. Hypno at 36, Talonflame at 30, Lantern at 15, Driftlim at 13. Wow, that's a hard drop-off. Lantern, Driftlim, Shiftry, Quagsire at above a 10%. Whimsicott is at 10%. It drips, ba- drips. It dips back down to Snorlax at 8, a number of 7%. Ugh. I mean, a safe combo right there is Shifter, Whimsicott, Quagsire. Mm-hmm. Right, but you're also looking at, you know, 30, over th- over a third of everyone is running a Hypno on their team. Yep. And just under a third of everyone is running a Talonflame. Yep. In their final battle, so... Or the winners, actually, I should say. So, in, yeah. like, realistically, if you watch sports, you might get my my complaint here when it comes to sports, sometimes they really like to dig deep and sort of cherry pick stats. Like uh, X player has gotten, you know, seven goals in the last eight games at the opposing, this particular opposing team's stadium. And it's like, why are we focusing so deep in that and more like, it's hey, this person, this person, this person <laughs> has scored some goals overall. Like, why are we looking at such a, yeah, weirdly specific stat of the day? Like, so yeah. in in this instance, it's <laughs> in the last six days. So the very beginning of Prismatic Cup, Hypno has over a third of all players who win in their final or so match match victors. Is that? 
the three battles. So the people that have won their matchups of three against their opponent in the last six days, over a third of them have had Hypno on that team. Yep. It's very, it's a very specific stat, but yep. it also shows that Hypno is just great utility. It's a, it's a yeah, we've seen it before. I don't think we'll ever see a Hypno specific nerf because there's no way to nerf Hypno specifically. Yeah, unless you nerf all of the punches, which affect a way lot of too other things. yeah, <laughs> way too many other Pokemon, and unless you nerf Confusion, which affect a number of is other a Pokemon. bread and butter for a lot of psychics yeah which we you might see like the minute nerf of you know one energy point or a damage point like we saw in the past but yeah you won't see a hard nerf on hypno and i think it performs well enough we just you just have to see other pokemon perform well enough around it in in metas like this so yeah that was talking enough about stats that Enough Speaking about of stats. stats to... Do we want to jump into about the timer? Yes, let's talk about the switch timer because of the April Fools Rocket event. They blamed Team Rocket that the switch timer went from 60 seconds to 30 seconds, which is a weird thing to do, but a thing that they did nonetheless. Um, so for, what was it? Four days, five days, I think five around five days. Yeah, that sounds right. April 1st to like April 5th ish. The switch timer went from 60 seconds to 30 seconds. So you can switch immediately into the game. 30 seconds. When you fired off a charge move, the timer doesn't stop uh, like it currently does. The timer doesn't stop for, um, shielding charge move animations any of that stuff so it sped up the game a lot um i i it took me a couple days but i stepped into gbl to get some play in because it would be i would be remiss if i didn't experience the change myself to talk about it um jesse you did the tournament the practice tournament, and I presume you did some GBL as well. What are your Correct. overall thoughts on the switch timer adjustment? Oh, Lord, there were so many Pokemon that... Uh, it ruined the debuffers and made the self-debuff nukers incredibly common. Right. There was everyone running a defense Deoxys. Oh, Right. Cause Psycho Boost, I'm gonna run away, haha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm sitting here with things like Dugong trying to icy wind. Oh, that sucks. I'm just gonna take off now. Bye. Yeah. It just doesn't get to icy wind fast enough for it to like Well, the things swapped out before it was beneficial. Right. Because the purpose of the debuffers is you want to trap them in there on those. Right. And you have thirty seconds. You have 30 seconds in a the beginning of a matchup to get to an Icy Wind and then feel its effects before a Pokemon gets swapped out and that effect goes away. Yeah. It's, yeah, it... Hmm. I mean, it's also why we saw an increase in things like Magnezone for Wild Charge, Brave Bird users like Skarmory or Talonflame. Mm -hmm. Raichu... 
And I mean, sure, you do have to build up to the move still, but it was a very beneficial time for those Pokemon. Uh-huh. The... Huh. Fascinating. Um, sorry, I got distracted by uh, Twitter. The... It's definitely sped up. I think one of the major points that I've seen and I experienced in very low rankings in GBL because um, I will admit I had not played any GBL for this season until playing with the Switch Timer. Um, so I was playing against some people that I don't want to know. I don't want to say that they weren't taking it seriously, but um, I was playing at a rank lower than I would I I will most certainly surpass the the rankings that I was in. Um I was playing in yeah, I was playing in ranks well below where my skill level is. And of course I was playing against some people that <laughs> might be stuck in those lower ranks and then some people that are in the same boat as I was where they're like, "Oh, I just haven't played any of season 7 yet." So the from the uh from the thread of reddit that i sent to you uh-huh. uh one of the comments is no i didn't enjoy mr polytoad i'll spam three weather balls and then yeet out yeah yeah the the spam was interesting i would start with raichu the aforementioned raichu of volt switch brick break and wild charge probably could have gotten away with because Thunder Punch, I think, is a little bit spammier, but just to help bait out. Um, with all of the swaps, it it if you're in a lead matchup that's disadvantageous, you can swap a little bit more freely and not feel as locked in and hard countered. Yeah. Um, the other benefit is with GBL... And not having like pure RPS usually, rock paper scissors. I should to to clarify, you're you're not seeing. You don't always see absolute hard counters when you swap out of a disadvantageous lead matchup. So, the thirty second timer was a bit refreshing. I think adjusts some of the play as far as the faster spammier charge moves and then the buff debuff dynamic definitely changes with the faster swap because anytime you swap the buffs buff or debuffs that are on a particular pokemon that has been swapped go away yeah so that is that basic i i i guess you could call it a core mechanic that portion of the mechanic is hydrate drink water i saw a shirt that said stay hydrated and don't be racist and if i ever <laughs> see that in an on uh in an online shop if i ever stumble upon it i will buy it um the i think it was a little bit of a refreshing change I think if we went to some people are like, why not just turn it to 30 seconds and then leave it? I think that there is too much adjustments to the core gameplay of PVP 
between the overall amount of energy gain, the speed in which we can get to very spammy and high damaging charge moves, only having two shields, and then the buff-debuff mechanics that I think if the switch timer was reduced to 30 seconds permanently, I think we need a large amount of adjustments to get into a better balance of to get into a better balance of the core PvP game loop. So how's it going, DeFi? I the switching over to say 45 seconds meeting in the middle and going to 45 seconds i think might play better and require less adjustments i don't know if sticking to 30 seconds would require the addition of say a third shield and not this sort of switching in third shield is being an actual shield yeah. not swapping into a pokemon yeah the, the, <laughs> yeah so the legitimately having a third shield in the resources rather than um, you don't necessarily have to count fast moves, but getting a good sense of when a charge move is going to come out and swapping to a Pokemon right before the charge move gets fired, that would be super resistant to that charge move and thus not requiring a shield in that scenario. Um, or sacrificing a Pokemon because they're either low HP or you don't need you have them. something that benefits to stay yeah, alive <laughs> you, you don't you don't need them for your win condition um to be able to you know take that damage so it's yeah one one minute does feel long i think with switching over to 30 seconds we definitely see a bit of we get like we we get a little taste of another suggestion in this reddit form was uh, the charge moves don't keep the timer stops when a charge move happens that's not a bad that's not a bad option the the programming adjustment in the the core of the game yeah would i don't probably be, <laughs> yeah it would probably be pretty disgusting i guess the one benefit is that the i think the um the hitting of the charge move bubbles and the animation of the charge moves, I think, is uniform. So yeah. you could probably set up the programming and adjust it to pause it. But I think it's also a... That would be adding additional programming for there to be lag and desync. And some really weird... Because it's yeah, still matchmaking. network connections and stuff. Yeah, I think the... I think this bringing it down to a we we got a really interesting taste of a sort of a different flavor with the thirty second timer. I think bringing mm -hmm. it to the forty five second meeting in the middle, going back to the sixty second, it's incredibly slow, but it's what we're used to, <laughs> and it's what the, I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I mean the sixty second is what what we're used to. What I think the mechanics play, what the current uh, energy mechanics and buff debuff. I think benefit from the most currently, but I yeah. think splitting the difference and going into 45 seconds, I think still allows for some of those debuff moves to really take effect. Um, while also 
upping the pace and reducing the overall frustration of completely and totally unfavorable matchups just the pure chaos too <laughs> yeah yeah it, it makes it a little it, it splits the difference in that pure chaos to like utter slow because if you're if you're Bro. in a if you don't want to leave a matchup if you're stuck in a matchup and you're just getting hard countered every time you swap i mean thank goodness there's the you know leave battle button but that can make the 60 second switch timer can just add so much frustration um, and I mean, I, it's a it's a whole different set of strategy when they reduced it to 30 seconds yeah and then to bring it back to 60 you have to readjust that strategy mm-hmm. and i think i don't i would have to go back and find it i think i saw it briefly somebody was making a comment about the 60 second switch timer and some of the ways that i think gbl i'll have to f- i honestly i think i'll have to find it because i'm not giving enough context and it brought up a really interesting point that the mechanics of gbl are basically an unhappiness machine (laughs) um that it really propagates frustration in a player um i well once self arena is open back up to the public come meet me to my face then we can have a friendly chat afterward Oh, as far as once um, in public tournaments are available, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the because you can't have that that level of frustration when you're in public. You <laughs> can't mean, you, outwardly, can. you can't outwardly express that level of frustration. You, I mean, yeah. in a socially acceptable way. Let me let me yeah. rephrase that. Um, you can always throw your phone afterwards or in the middle of a match. Um, is it socially acceptable to do so? No, you can do it anyway. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I think splitting the difference going to 45 is a solid, solid option. I think we're still moving in the direction where high energy gain, fast moves, and very spammy charge moves are really pushing the game's mechanics. (laughs) Um, No, Jamar, I'll get us kicked out of Starbucks for another reason. Um I was thinking throwing stars rather than throwing phones or something else. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know. I'll figure something that escalated out. escalated quickly. I'll figure something else. I'll walk in with a Tully's cup, even though they don't exist anymore. I was like, hey, guys, I'm enjoying a really, enjoying a really good coffee. You guys should try them. They're, they're called Tully's. They don't exist anymore. They went out of business like a, n- a number of years ago, so... Um, I think I think Starbucks would just frown on me. I don't think they would actually kick me out for it. But um, um, yeah, I think I think overall PvP is is moving more towards a very <laughs> reptiles. <laughs> um, I think there it's Walk moving in with the Mercury's <laughs> Mercury's coffee. I'm trying to think of what the like the hard the hard counter to starbucks is i guess <laughs> what's super effective walking with them but now it's um like dutch bros walking with a dutch bros cup or something <laughs> or a dunkin donuts like dunkin, a le- legitimate <laughs> panera cup <laughs> <laughs> exact opposite just a pasta bowl just a big old pasta bowl and a pasta bowl panera filled with cup. coffee 
Oh God. <laughs> Drinking it with a spoon. <laughs> walk walk in with a big gulp. Seven <laughs> eleven Slurpee. Oh jeez. Um, I think we're moving in in as I've said, I think twice now. Um, I think we're moving into an interesting spot of high energy gain and very spammy fast moves where your shields, you really have to know when to shield. They take a little bit more precedence in the strategy. Yes. Whereas previously we didn't have, we, I think we had bought, we've had body slam for a very long time, but the weather ball spam has really gone up and really been more of a priority in some Pokemon's movesets. So I think that really adjusts where where we're heading currently within the overall meta. I'll be very yeah. interested to see if we get into we had some like buff debuff. I would say the buff debuff meta was more prominent in the past. Um mm-hmm. whereas I think it's taking a little bit more of a backseat now. So because there was there was a point where power up punch was king. Yeah. Lucario was huge because it had counter power up punch. A number of other Pokemon had power up punch, and anything that had power up punch was fantastic. So, oh, and, Metacham. and we've really seen between its nerf and the rest of the meta adjusting, um, counter's still really good, but I think we've seen a number of other options and a number of other Pokemon take a higher stance, and we've adjusted where where those really top performers, where we consider those top performers and what we consider those top performers. So um, I'll be interested to see if we do get a 45 second switch timer and then how, if at all, Niantic adjusts the core mechanics of PVP. Mm-hmm. So, oh, my windows are open and I'm a little cold. It is still spring, so it is warm-ish in the daytime and cold-ish at the nighttime. Have we wrapped... Are we wrapping the meta-analysis? Are we missing something? We got uh, the ban list for next week to talk about still. Right. Uh, Is it still open? Oh, it is. Great League Remix. Oh, wait. Shoot. Shoot. I don't have that open. Um, Uh... 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 Don't go do extra effort if we don't need it. Oh uh, yeah, I'd have to. It's what was what's even the program? I know I have it. Um, Great League Remix from April twelfth to April twenty sixth. The top ten Great League Pokemon are banned. It's the remix that isn't really all that remixed. It's because it's <laughs> so the. I want to say it was the top ten Pokemon. Usage-wise, within Great League, in its first iteration within Season 7, I think, is how they picked it. I think? Um, Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. The Great League Remix is a playlist, will be a playlist within GBL. The banned Pokemon, to no one's surprise are Venusaur, both forms of Raichu, both forms of Marowak, which is a shame for Cantonian Marowak. It'll never see the light of day. Azumarill, Umbreon, Skarmory, Swampert, Galvantula, both forms of Stunfisk, and Talonflame, which is technically 
13 Pokemon. I guess. Because two forms, correct? Thir- technically, 13 Pokemon are banned. Jesse, did you get, get all those Pokemon? Yeah. Are you surprised? I here? was trying to find uh, this thing here. Here, I can share uh, the... Darn it. That's not what I want. I can share People this drive. with you. There's the the graphic here from Ah uh, yes, that's not what I was looking for though. Sorry, one second. Wallface, <laughs> Wallface, um, Deoxys Bastion Registeel. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> um, yes, your defense Deoxys shows back up. The Awok and let me think. What are the big defense Deoxys counters here? Um. Awok, Umbreon. Sableye's not banned. I'm trying to think of the hard counters defense Deoxys that use it. Um, Makes its usage overall lower. Um, I mean, it's overall... The availability of defense Deoxys also really lowers it because it only came around once and has not shown up again. The Alolan Marowak, I think, counters brings its overall usage down... In the grand scheme of things, I think Galvantula drops its usage down as well. Um, Umbreon usually drops its numbers down as well. Um, so Defense Deoxys becomes a lot more relevant now. Um, Metacham, Bastiodon, um, your core steals, some of your core fighters. I think a couple of dragons show up now that there's some of the better counters are gone let me see if the uh remix here we go rankings for remix on pv poke rank one is xl metacham rank two is xl bastiodon registeel defense deoxys altaria wabafet xl (laughs) um it's got it's got counter so that's it's a it's a big chunky wall that will help beat out steals. Uh, Cresselia, yeah. Shadow Machamp, Alolan Ninetales, and Bastiodon uh, round out the top 10. So your fighters, your psychics, your steals become absolutely important here. And Alolan Ninetales with Powdered Snow helps bring out, beat out dragons or charm. So, uh, but if you want to get to Weatherball Ice and make full use of, don't remind me, Jamar. I gave him that Wobbuffet and have not gotten one in return. So I have. <laughs> so one of the things I was looking at, uh, Stephen. Also, mm-hmm. I recently added someone to our local group chat. Would you approve quick for me? Ah, <sighs> yes. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I was trying to look at our draft tournament that we did for Extra Life this year and see how much of those bans are currently being banned from this uh, event that we're seeing coming in. I was trying to find the Discord link, but I couldn't find it. Or Wait, the Google Docs link What, what with the ban list. The ban list of... The Battle Science tournament we had this year for Extra Life. Oh, 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 oh. I was trying uh, to see how many of our bans from our players correlated into what was banned here today. I can look that up. If you want to talk about what your thoughts are for the Remix Cup, I will find that document. 
somewhere. Yeah. I'll 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 find it. So I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. Uh, first glance, yeah, none of those surprise don't surprise me. <laughs> uh, I'm really happy with the last three: Galvantula, Stunfisks, and Talonflame. I have yet to look at the rankings on PV Poke of how that's going to play out. So take a quick glance here. I know you were looking at that. Uh, Retro Cup. Or it's not Retro, it's Remix. I'm sorry. Yeah, the XL's at the top. That's what you're talking about. I see that now. Mm -hmm. Um, To answer, am I surprised about Raichu? No. I'm not surprised. I mean, Kanto Raichu, kind of. Well, they banned both forms. Right. It's the same thing with Stunfisk. Right. Well, I mean, but like the performance of both versions of Stunfisk, I think I think they have to ban both of them because of the the way the Pokedex entries work within Pokemon Go. But right. like both versions of Stunfisk perform fairly well. well. I mean, one clearly above the other with Galarian Stunfisk. Um and it's like a it's a darn shame. I mean, no one's gonna want to use Cantonian Marowak anyway, but it's banned as well. Um, yeah, that one the, surprises me. The two right I think like you said is it's just on the coding side, that makes it easier for them. Yeah. The two Raichus, I think, perform fairly well and counter a number of, like, they, I don't think they win against Talonflame, but they provide very good pressure. Um, That's not looks really good so far. And then Azumarill as well. I believe they'll both beat, yeah, they both beat Azumarill. Um, and yeah. I, th- I think unless you reverse the the shields where Azumarill uses both shields and Raichu uses none, um, I think even if you use a shield, if the if the Azumarill has a shield advantage, I think it still wins. The mm-hmm. yeah, Alolan Raichu and Raichu are like great coverage, great leads to help bait out shields and. Yeah. Yeah, they're very are, impressive. <laughs> are also incredibly common. Like they're incredibly easy to get and yeah. are not incredibly complicated to use. So yeah, they're pretty simple. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me a ton that they're it surprises me a little bit that they are that high. But it yeah, doesn't I didn't surprise me. Them a white list. <laughs> yeah, if these are the top ten Great League Pokemon that are, you know, used, um, it does kind of if they're if they're going by usage. Um, it does kind of surprise me they're that high, but it also doesn't surprise me a ton. Yeah, because the flyers like Skarmory, Altaria, Talonflame are so common, not to mention Azu. I mean, they beat a good portion of all the stuff you see that is also banned on the list. Mm-hmm. And if, if it's not just because of their typing, it's just the consistency of damage. Um, looking at the ranking list... Dark, normal, psychic, and fighting seem to be the most type common types I see in the. Mm-hmm. The, so I'm looking at the ban list for our extra life tournament from 2020. The schoolyard scrap. Yes, we have Galarian Stunfisk. Okay. Skarmory, and Azumarill are the yep. only things that match up here. Everything else is different? Yes. So the okay. other things, the things that were banned in our tournament that aren't banned here, Altaria, 
Defense Deoxys, Tropius, Registeel, Cresselia, Machamp, Bastidon. So the things that we're afraid of for Remix are the things that were banned in that game. Yes. I would say that the our players for that tournament were ahead of the curve and understood the the grand scheme of yeah the one thing i don't like looking at this remix list is the exclusivity of some of these legendaries yeah defense deoxys has shown up i think for a week or a couple of weeks because i want to say it was a i think we only had two or three events for it it was it wasn't an ex raid yeah so it was in ex raids for a period of time and i think it showed up before that as well Mm-hmm. And then you can't trade them because they're mythical. It's only shown up once or twice. And then Registeel with Lock On, I think, has shown up twice. Yep. The XL Pokemon are still uncommon, and we've already talked about, and it still hasn't changed the rarity of XL Candy. Yep. So that's still not helpful at all either. Um, Altaria is going to be the only one that I imagine a ton of people have and have ready. So, <laughs> <Jay Mar>. <laughs> <laughs> Niantix, yeah, defense Deoxys prints money like Bert. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Oh, I remember when that came out trying to get the locals to try and do defense Deoxys, and they're like, You're crazy. I was like, please come help me. I need more. You have you have no idea how important this is. <laughs> I was like uh Kylo Ren, the more <laughs> more <laughs> I almost reached a point I was willing to pay for people's accounts to help me. Oh good heavens. <laughs> I was just like, hey, remember all those favors I do for you guys? Join the raid. I don't care if you want it or not. Thank you, Defi. Have a good night. I'm a little disappointed that I still don't have... So, right now, I'm prioritizing trying to get the Hundo Chansey for Great League. And then I'll look at Wabafet XL, or the Hundo Wabafet and Wabafet XL. And then I have no idea what else I need to be looking for for like getting lucky with particular stat spreads. Wigglytuff will definitely be a good one, and it's Wigglytuff and Big Roth are always raw. Yes, Scrafty's in here too, which I appreciate. I do enjoy enjoy a good team comp with Scrafty. <laughs> Wigglytuff literally beats the two in front of it. <laughs> That's what it's oh, there for. Oh yeah, hard counter to Sableye <laughs> and Scrafty, like absolutely disgusting. It also beats most of the fighters. Oh for sure, yeah. Although it, yeah, because it's normal as well so it's going to be a little bit weak too so yeah look at tongue xl at number 24 <sighs> please no. both forms of obama snow that's going to be another one you'll probably see quite interesting fascinating figures vxl at number 35 <laughs> <laughs> of course if it if it's available that one it'll i be think around. we will see a little bit more of just because of all these rabbits yes Yes, I think so too. Speaking of which, let me pop open the game and see if anything else has spawned around me. Are you ready to get into the community question? I am. 
let's hop into the community question. I'm going to hit the split button. <laughs> hop. Ha ha ha. Easter. <laughs> uh, Rabbit joke. Uh, uh, Bugs Bunny. The Space Jam. What's up, Dak? Oh, yes. I have th- had things spawn around me. Um, no shiny Bunnelby, though. There is one here. It will probably give me XL candy. Fingers crossed. Alrighty. Previous community question. What is your craziest pick for May's community day? On Twitter, we have Dolphin at DolphDog93. I believe that is our patron as well for April. Uh, yep. Dolphin says, I think it's going to be Gothita, lol. <laughs> I think I think you might be right. Uh, Gothita would be... Uh, I don't know how many people are going to be really excited for it, but Gothita is definitely an option. Um, and now I'm curious, as uh, Gothita shiny? How cool does this shiny look? It turns brighter pink? Fleshy, like mime. A slight tone difference in its... It turns its purple into a, a a little bit of a pink, eye color change, and the black turns into like a very deep blue. Its evolutions also don't change very much. Wow, this is a very unexciting shiny. Um, <laughs> this is wow. Um, if you aren't paying attention or are colorblind, I imagine you would not be able to tell. Yeah, we might see Gothita as a community day. It's a prime candidate of not having a shiny out and being a three tier. The <laughs> it's Gen One boring. You're right, Eric. It really it's <laughs> this is worse than Gen One boring. This is Oof. this was because uh, Gothita is a Pokemon that comes out in what Gen five five, which means. They made the shiny and handpicked the colors. They chose this, not automatically generated it. Which is really disappointing. You could have gone with literally anything else. And you went with not much of a change. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's a legitimate reason behind it. If a Game Freak artist is listening to this and has the legitimate reason and wants to slap me in the face with facts... I will welcome it. Um, dang, that Bunnelby gave me two XL candy. Sick. Um, yeah, I think Gothita at some point will probably get a community day or it might get a double community day with Solosis because they're, they're not necessarily two sides of the same coin, but they were released at the same time. I want to say they're game exclusives. From one, that sounds right. one version, I think, what is it, X and Y, I think? Yeah. Uh, one version, one is exclusive to Or no, to that'd X. be black and white. Oh, was it black and white? Okay. I think yeah. one is exclusive to black and the other one is exclusive to white, I imagine. Um, so I wouldn't be surprising to see them potentially see their shinies released either in community days, potentially back-to-back, or uh, the same event or something, so... 
Maybe when we get the black and white remake or something. Yeah. Let's go Gothita and Solosis, maybe. If I really wanted to put a idea out there. Uh, we had, I think, a couple of responses on the Discord here. DeFi responded with, I think Temple would be really fun. It's shiny is cool, which helps. It already has a pretty great moveset, so not sure what to add. Weather Ball, maybe. Earthquake. Power Whip would be interesting. I think it's Power Whip? Does it get Power Whip? Hold on. That would destroy the Hold other on. Mud Boys. Um... Tim Pole. Well, you'd want to look for its third form. Yes. This will, the memes. this will at least get me somewhere. That is a cool shiny. That is also a cool shiny. That is a excellent shiny. This is, I would say, top tier shiny. If you look at Seismitoad's shiny, that is a uh, fantastic. Uh, it's an set. <laughs> Let's see, we're looking for Power Whip. Power Whip is, what, a grass-type move? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is a technical record. It is available as a technical record. I could get Grass Knot, and Grass Knot's not fantastic. I, maybe. Maybe. That would be interesting. Power Whip, is Power Whip in the game currently? Yeah. As a charge move, things like Ivysaur have it. Interesting. I don't. I don't know. It's That'd a be faster so frenzy plan. That's right. Ligatung knows it as well. That would be so bizarre. I mean, it would be a mud boy that could beat the beat mud boys. Mud boys. I mean, that could what's be it's, huge too. That could be absolutely disgusting. Another move it could get that it's known for is uh, Boom Burst. That's true. We've talked about Boom Burst. Neuvern's signature move. The I think Exploud getting a community day and getting Boom Burst. Or, um, is there another noise-based move we were talking about? We have Hyper Voice. <laughs> Hyper Voice? Yeah, something like that. Um, I think we Uproar. might see a... Yeah, people would... Uproar would be a nice, let's say, body slam, but it increases attack either way using in succession mm. um i imagine people won't be excited for that community day because like <laughs> gothita the shiny variants of wismer and its evolutions are not much different um, <laughs> is its ears the only thing that's shiny <laughs> yeah i think it changes from like yellow to like a green like a yellow green and then in its third evolution it like it's a slight tone change it's not much of a difference the seismitoad would be wild. Giving it power whip would also be really wild. That would it would make the people that are shiny hunting because it's a great looking shiny would be all over it. And giving it power whip as a mud boy that beats other mud boys, where it's just outshined by things like Swampert right now. Yeah, Swampert's overall performance is fantastic, but if you give Seismitoad Power Whip, it gets that leg up above that would really make you reconsider running. Not to mention it beats other plain waters or other ground or rock. Yes, yeah, that 
that would be such an interesting such an interesting spot there so yeah i would oh man if only is access to bubble does it have what is it mud shot mud shot water gun i think currently okay so then it has the ideal mud type move or ground type move yeah nice yeah that would be that would be bananas i would be all over that heck to the yes or the memes two two thumbs up for me yeah um Oh, that's right, because I, I, I <laughs> nicknamed mine uh, hashtag memes. Uh, let's see. So DeFi says Tim Pole. I am all over that. Let's see. We have Eric BN trolled us so hard, so hard yeah. in the Discord. I, I had a whole group discussion going on. He, <laughs> he, grabbed, he grabbed the information from which community day he grabbed it from Roselia's community day and put in togetic and absolutely trolled me I thought it was real I went to Pokemon go live.com to see the press release saw nothing it was like hold on a second because it's the it read he 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 just adjusted it so it reads trainers 2021 was a tough year for everyone but with vaccines rolling out and summer right around the corner that makes us feel pretty happy which is why togetic the happiness pokemon will be featured the featured pokemon during may's community day date plus time saturday may 8th 2021 from 11 a.m to 5 p.m local time Features. Togetic will be appearing more frequently in the wild. If you're lucky, you may encounter a shiny one. Evolve Togetic during the event or up to two hours afterwards to get a Togekiss that knows the fast attack Fairy Wind. Take a few snapshots during Community Day for a surprise. <laughs> and it goes on. He, he it's completely so well changed worded, it. It just looks like a copy page. No, he, I mean, you just literally swap out the Pokemon's name and some yeah. of the initial text and it reads exactly like a press release of... The one like dead giveaway was that there wasn't a link to either a tweet or a Pokemon Go Live article. He just put in the text. So it's, I mean, it would be a really interesting choice. I don't think they would do it because Togekiss has never, um, Togetic has never spawned in the wild, period. It, it um, has. Really? Togetic, yeah. When? Very rarely when Gen 2 started, and then during some events. Interesting. Togepi is never. Oh, that's right. That's right. Togepi. Okay, I'm getting it mixed up. I'm getting it mixed up. So this would be a Togetic a Togetic community day where Togepi hatches from eggs and isn't available in the wild. So it's a three-tier Pokemon that we're getting the second tier. Right? Only getting the second tier. Wouldn't be the weirdest thing we've ever gotten, considering we've gotten back-to-back community days with Pokemon that are only two-tier. Well, actually, no. Electabuzz and Magmar, Magmar. set a fantastic precedence for this. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Eric, you might be on to something here. <laughs> you might very much be on to something here. Good point, and um, Roselia. Yes, Roselia as well, because Badoo is its baby form. 
and was also well B- Badu was also introduced later so Roselia weirdly enough didn't have a baby form when it was initially introduced in the main series games and that makes Badu a regional baby maybe weird uh confusing I'm gonna stop try and stop thinking about it because it's only gonna drive a um weird thought process into my brain there is precedence for it so this is could be terrifyingly accurate (laughs) Uh, he even added the boilerplate please be aware of your surroundings and follow guidelines from local health authorities (laughs) section (laughs) as well oh JMR says, give me a shink CD and surprise everyone. Lux Ray learns Volt Switch. Where in the world is wild spawning shinks? I will And I love, I love the after comment here from PM. Oh, yeah, I can hear people complaining about their devalued Chinese from here. <laughs> if shinks community. I mean, you paid for it. They got gotcha. you. <laughs> you paid for your early access. You you certainly did. Uh, let's see. Um, any other community day? Winston the champ with Zubat. Yes, that's right. The Zubat family move could be wood slash could be cross poison, acrobatics, leech life, hurricane, or brave bird. All of which I think would adjust or would adjust Crobat's usage. Honestly, just give Crobat a better. Uh, I don't know if he needs Hurricane or Brave Bird because I feel like those take a minute to get to. Uh-huh. I think honestly, Acrobatics is like a faster like aerial ace mm-hmm. would be a good option, or even Cross Poison because I believe Cross Poison is in the game. That sounds right. Acrobatics is maybe a snarl clone so you're saying is a fast move yeah yeah i think i like it that might be too wild it just needs a faster charge move in my opinion yeah it needs something spammier um golbat outmatches it in every scenario um and then within ultra and master league it's just isn't relevant so I've talked I've talked about my my disappointment with Crobat. Uh no I don't oh, yeah. I mean do I use a remote raid pass to do a timber? I was invited to a timber. That's up to you, my dude. Nah, I'm gonna pass on that one. Uh right. I also asked what people's thoughts were on the I completely and totally spaced when we were talking about the thirty second switch timer. Um I asked what people thought of the switch timer change up. Uh, let's see here. Jmar says in our Discord, Switch Timer was a welcome shakeup. However, I don't think uh, it to be the fairest thing in the world to implement during a time when people are trying to climb in the rankings. If you want to mess with battle mechanics, do it during no rank up impact like Kanto Cup. That's a solid... That is a solid point. I think the... Because it did definitely affect people's play both i'd say both positive and negative it is a was an adjustment that um people had to get used to so it's 
the timing wasn't fantastic, but if they want to play around with things, then Niantic has every availability to do it. It's their game. Uh, technically, we're not even out of beta yet, I think. We're still not even at a 1.0 version of the game. Let me go to my settings. We are at version 0.203.1-G-64. I believe that's because it's a Android device that I have the dash G. Um so yeah maybe maybe someday we'll get to the 1.0 but (laughs) we're not there yet that's Uh, how they bring people back right (laughs) oh yeah oh by the way guys this is the official release of pokemon go didn't it come out 10 years ago yeah it was in beta (laughs) Uh, oh good old arc uh let's see eric response switch timer i enjoyed the 30 second switch timer because it made spammy moves which i like better and self debuff moves which i also like better uh would i like it as much if it were around for the whole season potentially Uh, fish geek says would be happy with a togetic community day i liked the shorter switch timer and would be happy for it to be permanent uh, and then Winston the Champ responds to our community question with the Zubat family as a community day for May. So this is another episode of the Battle Science Podcast where I have not prepared a community question. I want to get something to get people talking. Because we do get we do get a handful of responses, but I want to make something Maybe not Pokemon Go related. I know I've we've asked about what people listen to while they play. Huh. What games people were playing during the pandemic. Yes, what other games people play. Um The Japanese name for Seismitoad is Gamma George Gamma Gor Gamma George. Gamma George, I think. Sorry, I'm Gama looking at the... Gama Gagori. Yes. No, that's wrong. I imagine so. Here, I'm going to grab that piece of information and go to Google Translate. Uh, let's see. Uh, paste. I want to hear it. Gamagro. Gamagro. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Interesting. It literally translates to seismitoad, which I think is just the internet recognizing that that is a Pokemon name. Because I can't imagine that that is the literal translation. Translation is a seismic toad. Seismitoad. toad. Size me, bro. Size me, bro. All right. Oh, so generic community day question. What are you thinking? Not necessarily generic. Just something that's less reliant on Pokemon Go. Um... Oh goodness! Because we can always ask of uh, people have already the Favorite time. Ta- the, 
that's not a bad one. The the time has come and gone to ask people's opinion on the switch timer. I would ask yeah. about it, but it's already happened. People have already expressed their their feelings on it. Um, I like where you're going with favorite cereal. Not everyone eats cereal, so I would say I would go with what is your what is your ideal breakfast? What what's on what's on your breakfast table? Any options? Um, I'm gonna throw out the. I've had a conversation. The community I have, day, the hungry edition. <laughs> hungry edition. Uh, <laughs> Snorlax community day. Snorlax community <laughs> question. <laughs> what is what what is on what is your ideal, what is the ideal spread, for your breakfast, breakfast. meal? <laughs> um, I'm gonna go out and probably make some people upset. I work with a kid that was uh, raised in England. Uh, his, I believe his mother is British and his um, father is Indian. And he was raised in England and then moved out here in the last couple of years. Um, he, of course, the English breakfast that includes baked beans. Um, me being a hot-blooded red white and blue american uh thinks that beans do not belong anywhere near the breakfast table so um i am probably going to upset some people with that opinion um i also don't generally like baked beans so i'm not putting beans on toast it just ain't happening what's your uh i don't think i've ever tried that that sounds good Oh, Jamar put a GIF, and it is Snorlax just eating. I love it. What is my favorite breakfast food? Yeah, what's your what's your response here? French toast. Oh my god! Oh, 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 deep cut. Oh, it's so good. Ooh, I've only ever had it once because it's. I I don't I don't do a whole lot of cooking myself. Um. I am very slow at it and I make a mess and I don't really like cleaning up after myself a whole lot. Um, French toast is the breakfast. I'm not going to do anything for the next few hours. All right. Okay. (laughs) Jamar, you'll, you and I, you and I, we can have a discussion about black beans. I think it's, I think it's primarily baked beans. I've got nothing against black beans. I, I don't have anything against black beans. Uh, I've having had, I guess, Mexican food, Tex-Mex, Americanized of those. I have nothing against black beans. Um, we can we can have a further discussion as far as the inclusion and the um, the usage of black beans within a, a breakfast, within a, a given breakfast to so so that I can better um better teach my better learn the the application of it's a fruit of of this particular fruit and it's many forms so um yeah french toast is a solid that is a solid answer that i would usually go to the one that i've only i think i've only ever had once is the sandwich called 
the Monte Cristo. And it is absolutely disgusting. Oh, uh, GMR just Googled that. That looks really good. Huevos Rancheros? Have you not heard of Huevos Rancheros? No. Oh. Oh. We're, we're uh, all right. This is an all-ages podcast. We're going to go look at some food porn. <laughs> oh, let's go to Google Images. You're going to oh. make me hungry. Oh, it's so good. There's there's something like I don't do a whole lot of. My go-to egg is scrambled. But you throw. I'll do either. Uh, I, I need I need to experience more forms of egg. So that's what I. That's that's my thing. Um like fried egg on a on a burger i don't do it enough i don't do it enough i guess my cholesterol thanks me but not that i have not i i don't imagine i have a healthy cholesterol anyway but (laughs) um yeah french toast is a is a go-to i'm i don't do a whole lot of sugary 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 cereal these days, I will get a box occasionally. I think currently in my pantry is Honey Nut Cheerios, which is a staple. Uh, Raisin Bran is another one. It's not in my pantry right now, but Raisin Ooh. Bran is a go-to for me. Um, We're getting some good responses to the Discord. The um, the other thing that's in my pantry right now is a box of Apple Jacks. So I do... I do have a sugary cereal up there. Um, most mornings I'm not able to do it with going to work early, but you know, in, in a day where I, I've got the availability, I'm gonna go for a, I'm gonna go for a bowl of cereal. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, uh, bowling bacon says crispy bacon, crispy bacon all the way. Um, there are times in which floppy bacon is good. Um, <laughs> It can be. It can be. Uh, usually, it's the go-to on like a bacon burger, and depending on the rest of the breakfast, you can, you can sometimes <laughs> get away with. There, if it is thick-cut bacon, if it is like ridiculous, if we're talking, if we're talking, and this is Stephen, a hot-blooded American. <laughs> if we're talking. <laughs> If we're talking, okay. if we're talking three to four millimeters, oh no, I'm using Imperial. What am I doing? No, <laughs> no. Uh, if we're talking, if we're talking near a quarter of an inch, let me let me <laughs> rephrase it into, an Ameri- into it, uh, uh, the American, um, uh, American measurements here. If we're talking near a quarter of an inch, which is way too thick, um, let me. If we're talking like an eighth of an inch thick bacon, like thick cut bacon, like you can't do that crispy bacon without like having some problems. So um, I am totally not against crispy bacon. I am all for crispy bacon. But there are times where a little bit of give in the bacon is is okay. So... um. Wow! Uh, of, of, of all of of all of my opinions, it's not that I. It's like uh, talent flame might not all be that might not be all that good. I really don't. Not sure how I like prismatic. No, 
all of that's fine. It's the fact that I have ba- apparently have bad taste in bacon. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Well, <laughs> that is a g- fantastic community question here. The Snorlax community question: What is on your ideal breakfast spread? Oh boy, this is this will be a fun one. I'd love to see. Um, I think on Twitter we'll could, tra- could transition into breakfast with battle science. Oh yes. Um, the I will most certainly be requesting pictures, bonus points for pictures on Twitter or in the Discord if you have extra bonus points like multipliers if it is a breakfast breakfast you have made if you supply pictures of an example you get bonus points you get double bonus points if it is a meal that you have created um so that is the community question for this episode in two weeks we will return for another episode of the battle science podcast uh you can catch it live on twitch.tv slash battle science you can catch it uh, early via Patreon, patreon.com slash battle science. A dollar or more will get you early access to all of the podcasts, exclusive access to the Battle Science After Dark podcast, as well as other goodies as we move along. The If you want to catch it when it releases to the public, you can catch it on YouTube. Uh, just search the channel Battle Science. We are still moving towards the 100 subscriber goals so that we can get YouTube.com slash Battle Science. We are, we are making progress there. We appreciate all of the, the subs in on that platform there. Um, or you can listen to us in podcast audio format wherever you can find your podcasts. If we are not on a particular platform, do let me know. I will do my gosh darn diddly darn best to put us on those platforms. I believe we're on whatever Google is calling their podcast platform. They used to call it Apple Podcasts. It's not Apple Podcasts anymore. I know we're on Spotify. We were on Spotify. Should still be on Spotify and a number of other platforms as well. And third-party platforms that I don't even know the names of. So... Let's see. Oh, uh, you can reach out to us if you want to answer the community question. Uh, You can hit up the Discord. There is nothing. There should be, other than a a potential link not working, there should be nothing stopping you from joining the Discord. That is not behind a paywall. It is not exclusive for Patreon. You are free and welcome to join the Battle Science Discord at any point in time. You can tweet us at battle underscore science on Twitter with responses to the community question. We'll post that up here probably around Friday or so when the podcast, Friday or Saturday when the podcast releases, um, so we can accumulate some uh, delicious responses. Or you can email us your response or additional questions, uh, battlescience.podcast at gmail.com. If you would like to respond to the community question via email or ask us additional questions. Uh, what am I missing? Is that everything? I think that's everything. That's everything. I think just about every episode I am like, I think that's it. That is it. I am staring at eggs. This is a fantastic way. Huevos Rancheros, this is a fantastic way to end the episode. Um, I totally, absolutely did not expect 
it to go this way. And that is okay. Jesse, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. We will catch everyone in two weeks for another episode of the Battle Science Podcast. April's edition of the Battle Science After Dark Podcast will probably come a little bit later. Uh, for me to be able to get Community Day off, I have to work next Tuesday. So um, if there is any content that is being made on Tuesday, uh, it will be Jesse being the primary um, spearhead. He will be the vanguard of Battle Science content for next Tuesday if there is wow. Battle Science content next Tuesday, which is the 13th. So, that is the thing. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We'll catch you in the next Battle Science episode. Catch you in the GBL servers. We'll catch you out there on the battlefield. <laughs>